Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit simplecast.com. Tune in to Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service Radio. And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the <laughs> night yeah, that the whole the thing light go. This is... was still there. It's a good intro. For <laughs> Three, you guys, you put one thing, you're out of this game. Now I run a clean game here. I have any trouble, I'll suspend you. I'm listening to a fucking song. <laughs> go Caps, go. The Caps made it to the Stanley World Cup, Cup final. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a World Cup. Yeah, yeah, they made it to the World Cup. They're Olympic finalists. Hi, in honor of the Caps and their glorious run here, we thought we'd play a little snippet from the classic slap shot. And the Hanson Brothers pregame, <laughs> pre-game rituals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Sun Cinema Podcast, a weekly radio show that examines the highs and lows of the medium of film through the filtered lens of Washington, D.C.'s only privately owned art house cinema. I am your host, Jason Cauley, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, as always, the proprietors of Sun Cinema, Dave Cabrera and Ryan Mitchell. Gentlemen. Hey, how you doing, Jason? What's up? Doing okay. We doing haven't okay. seen you in so yeah. long. You've been out of studio. Uh, yeah, I've been out of studio, out of studio, out of touch, and uh, hopefully we're we're back in the groove here uh, on a humid day in D.C. It is humid. You were yeah. great on the phone last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. I was like, you know, sitting in a car. On <laughs> that was <laughs> hoping defi- I didn't lose contact. Well, it was definitely like the most movie talk that we've done that was good <laughs> six months of were you really podcast. were you in a car that was moving also no, no that would no. be extra impressive it was yeah. not moving <laughs> i was thankfully. driving actually <laughs> no no not driving you probably were you're you're the transporter <laughs> yeah when we uh, have to turn in this book report that's the segment we'll submit yeah right <laughs> uh so uh david how was uh how was last week and i guess this coming week the how, final week of animation yeah. Are oh. you dead yet? <laughs> yeah. Are you dead inside? No. Well. Are you part cartoon? <laughs> Close. <laughs> yeah. I'm losing. I'm losing uh, all sense of reality. Are you dreaming in animation? <laughs> yeah. I've had a lot of weird dreams for sure. Uh, yeah. We're almost there. Uh, <laughs> this last week, uh, Tuesday, we did Jabberwocky, which is just uh, cool. a night of Sean's Fankmeyer shorts. They're pretty weird. cool. Yeah. Stop animation. Stop animation stuff. A lot of just like it's like body horror almost, but not mm. horror. Uh, just a lot of mutating bodies and trash and stuff, <laughs> but it's somehow not like offensive. Okay, mm. not mind numbing. Yeah. Is it like stuff made for children? Kind of similar to his Alice. Because I feel like things made for children can become horror really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of smashing of faces and stuff, and like cool. eating of. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'd art. let my kids watch. <laughs> uh, on the twenty third, we did Farrah Hawk presents the works of Windsor McKay. Um, I heard it was really cool. Yeah, I stopped by, but I didn't watch anything. So, uh-huh. But it seemed cool. Yeah, 
Cool. <laughs> good, good rundown. Uh, yeah, we're really thrilled about animation <laughs> at this point in the month. We did uh, episodes of the Boondocks on Thursday. How was that? Uh, it was good. Yeah. It's awkward. I like the comic strip. I've, yeah. I've seen some of the cartoons. It's good. Yeah. I'm not like a deep fan. It's a. Uh, it's one of those shows where you're like, oh, am I supposed to laugh at this part? <laughs> it's interesting. Cool. Um, Mind Game on Friday. Very good movie. Can't, you loved it. Can't. Psychotic, right? Yeah. It's so good. And I forgot how, like, it's it's a motivational movie also. Uh, it's about a guy who dies. He gets shot in the in the butt uh, at the beginning of the movie. Uh, and then he, like, goes into this, like, thing where they're saying if he can live or not. And he gets another chance. And then he comes back and ends up driving a car into a whale and i don't know okay it's cool. a, it's, i get it yeah <laughs> it's like super psychedelic there's a, a, a lot of different styles of animation in it um but very cool but Anyways. it's kind of hopeful you say like yeah yeah because yeah. he's like he gets a second chance and then he just <laughs> just goes full on just goes full yeah full goes speed full john wick cool yeah uh saturday oh yeah saturday was a wash we, we threw on some Ninja Turtles episodes oh, downstairs. Go. We were supposed to have Fail University, but unfortunately they had to cancel for bummer reasons. Yeah. Um, and then An American Tale on Sunday, which is, you know, Fievel. And you had some kids in for that? We had some kids, yeah. I, I got a message from someone asking if, if they were allowed to bring their kids. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. We're showing, like, trailers that might curse and I don't know. Right. They were yeah, cool so with it. All, have your kids ever heard cursing? <laughs> yeah. I was like, we're, there's like a weird Pink Flamingos trailer, but... <laughs> yeah. The kids were probably no so clips from it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then this upcoming week. Yeah, what have we got? The I'm, final I week? Have, I don't have it pulled up. I'm, uh, t- tonight is another animated Eastern European thing. Uh, Estonia. Estonia. Yeah. So we'll see. Cool. We'll, we'll see what that's about. <laughs> uh Tomorrow night, also Eastern Europe. Well, yeah, Feherlofia, uh, the Son of the White Mare, is a very cool Hungarian psychedelic animated movie from like nineteen eighty, early eighties, maybe. Oh, okay, we're really more excited about it than we sound right now. It's that it's one's a, it's a very cool. very cool movie. Yeah, we're just we're just full cartoon right now at this point. Yeah, and then Thursday, Aeon Flux episodes of that show. That'll be fun. That'll be cool. And then Friday, I watched it in a, a very long. The time. new month kicks off, and then, and here's what we're we can get some excitement for. Yeah, we're moving out of animation. We're getting into June. What's uh, what's June bringing us? What's our our month? So the theme is Water World. Uh, it's a month of different water things, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, starting with starting with Pink Flamingos, which is a John Waters movie. <laughs> ah, the water thing. Did yeah. you John give us Waters. some of your political beliefs? Everyone now. <laughs> <laughs> That's divine. That's kind of a, you know, I, I have this quote from uh, John Waters. Since we're starting on him, uh, I pride myself on the fact that my work has no socially redeeming value. <laughs> <laughs> so he's kind of like a legend of uh, trash cinema. So I like that we're doing a lot of his like early stuff, and then kind of. Larry is not going to be happy about this. Yeah, we have some like real cinephile. Mm. Yo, you've you've got to meet Larry. Uh, he's a, he's, he likes Godard and Truffaut a lot, walks around and the Ing- neighborhood. And Ingmar Bergman. I oh, he, I do know Larry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's an older gentleman who 
always speaks at the same volume no matter what's going on around him. So you, <laughs> he talks at you, but you don't really know what he's saying. Uh, the first time he came to Sons, he uh, was reading a book on fascism in France. And he went out of his way to tell us that he uh, is not a fascist. And so now we call him Fascist Larry. <laughs> but it's because he gives us so much shit over our programming. He's always, like, busting us. He like, hates trash, like trash cinema. So yeah. He okay. only wants us to do Ingmar Bergman. <laughs> or Truffaut. Or Truffaut, or yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, he was, like, shitting all over one of our first couple months because we were doing a lot of kind of You guys trashy. are going to close in two months if you don't <laughs> change <laughs> Oh, damn. Wow. Thanks, fascist Larry. <laughs> so he will not be excited about our John Waters, our John Fridays. Waters Fridays. Nor yeah. will he be uh, excited about Saturday's Sleep. feature, uh, Waterworld. <laughs> yeah, or Sleepaway Camp. So, yeah, go on. Waterworld. Yeah. What, water, okay, so what's so Fridays are John Waters. Yeah. Saturdays are, are what, what would you call them? Like the, the big hits. Hollywood movies. Yeah, yeah. The, the big splashes. The big oh, splashes. Oh, the big splashes. There, yeah. there we go. That was good. So, yeah, Waterworld, The Life Aquatic, The Host, and Jaws. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah those are all hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What are Sundays? Sundays are all like the arty ones, right? So, I, I called it Boathouse Classics. Boathouse Classics. To make classics. fun of your art house classics. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Singing in the Rain, <laughs> On the Waterfront. Uh, Purple Noon and The Beaches of Agnes. Nice. It's Purple Noon, is that Purple Noon? Mr. Is, Ripley? Yeah, it's the original okay. t- right. Mr. Ripley with uh, Elaine Delone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all the Tuesdays are like docks and cool things. Uh, we're doing Gasland, which is about fracking, which affects water. If you guys didn't know. Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll find out about it. We're doing this thing with this group called the Black Youth Project 100 DC. Uh, they're doing a fundraiser um, showing the movie Tangerine. Oh, okay. Sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, when the levees broke, and then there's a, it's a Lifetime movie about Flint with uh, Queen Latifah. Showing so that. Just, just fun Tuesdays. Just fun, fun Tuesdays. <laughs> I've seen When the Levees Broke. Um, yeah. I remember it's long, detailed, and... Such a bummer. Yeah. And now Katrina seems like so far away, but yeah. it's good to re-up on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wednesdays are kind of a mix of things. We're doing a night of uh, aquatic music videos. <laughs> Called Chasing Waterfalls. Called Chasing Waterfalls. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just going to be that video over and over. Yeah. Sleepaway Camp uh, with uh, Donna Slash and Jane Saw. There'll be some, uh, some drag performances and Sleepaway Camp and maybe... Are you afraid of the dark or something? I forget what they're Ooh, doing at the cool. beginning. Um, Sleepaway Camp's one of my all-time favorite uh, kind of bad horror campy, movies. Yeah, no fun, no pun intended, but kind of campy eighties, yeah, you know, slasher film. Yeah, it's wonderful. I, I really dig it. Uh, Fairhawk is presenting uh, Popeye, but episodes of the cartoon. Oh, Thank he's God. not gonna do the Robert Altman. Not the Altman version. <laughs> no. Oof. And he was talking to me. I saw him the other day. I saw him on Sunday, and he was talking to me about how he found all these like old racist ones. And I was like, uh, I'll let you do. Yeah. Uh, and then we're doing this movie, uh, Daughters of the Dust. Hmm. Um, it's a Julie Dash movie. Julie Dash was part of the the L.A. Rebellion. Uh, some of those filmmakers we've shown stuff from Charles Burnett, okay. um, Haile 
Um, not Haile Mukira, but Haile Garima. Okay. Uh, there's one other one that we showed. Anyways, uh, Larry Clark also. Anyways, cool. uh, that should be a very good one. I don't know a whole lot about it, uh, but just to move on. Thursdays are doing the Blue, Pan- the Blue Planet. That'll be cool. Uh, Little Mermaid from 1976. It's a Czech live action version that's pretty... Is it dark? It's dark, yeah, but it's cool. It's all of those movies from that area, from that era. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all those movies from that era just have really cool cinematography and weird music um, of the like Czech stuff. It's like uh-huh. basically the same person did all the cinematography and music, or it seems like it. The Soviets, they were efficient. Yeah, maybe the highlight is Fishing with John of the month. <laughs> I just remember them talking about gun smoke. Well, I think it's like, is Hopper, Dennis Hopper is one of the fishers, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Or no, maybe Matt Dillon. So Matt Dillon, Dennis Hopper. John Lurie John. from Lounge Lizards right. takes his friends fishing, and he just has all these kind of... I saw an episode with Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. Jim Jarmusch. So there's one with Jim Jarmusch, Dennis Hopper, Matt Dillon. And Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Tom Waits, yeah. And... Uh, Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So he has a cool crew of friends. The Willem Dafoe fishing. one is great. <laughs> it's probably my favorite. But uh, And then this movie, A Scene at the Sea. Um, it is about... Yeah, I'm not familiar with this. A deaf garbage collector is determined to learn how to surf. It's uh, a 1991 Japanese film written and directed by uh, Takeshi Kitano. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds cool. And then that's about it, right? Did we cover everything? I think we did it. I think we went we through all the We didn't say exactly the, the... Yeah, so we're doing Pink Flamingos, Female Trouble, Desperate Living, Polyester, Hairspray. Boom. Five. Is everyone happy with those? Five Are Fridays, we, yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty good lineup, actually. Yeah, we could have done so many John Waters... Well, this... David originally was going to do, like, earlier ones, uh, which... What, He's going to do it in chronological order from, yeah. the very, from the very beginning and start with Multiple Maniacs, but... Which mm. I think... Well... There's even earlier ones, though. Yeah. There's, I mean, so they get real B in the early oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love all of those, but I, I truly think John Waters has, like, a whole career of good stuff. Even his, like, kind of, like, Serial Mom and uh, A Dirty Shame, like, some of these in the 2000s. Like, you should try to get him on the phone. He's just over in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm sure he's... Oh, everyone's like, is he coming? <laughs> Dude, we should let that rumor keep on happening. We we can't say he's not coming. that he's coming. We yeah. can't. We're not we allowed to say, say that, that he's, he's coming. not coming. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say for sure that he's not upstairs in his room listening to this right now. Mm. That'd be cool. <laughs> Come on down, John. Poor guy. He's like, turn. Yeah. Do you guys have any other podcasts on right now? Why do you guys only have one podcast station in the hotel? Oh God, I was trying to escape. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, seventy-two, huh? Oh damn! Is he really? Yeah, I did not. And I I just don't put an age to him. Right. He's yeah, one of exactly. those guys, you know. Well, he's been that. He's been seventy-two since right. eighteen seventy-two. It's like Steve Martin. It's like you've looked like you were seventy since you were thirty. Yeah, you know, so he ages well. <laughs> well, okay. You mentioned Steve Martin. I don't know if anyone's seen the new Netflix special with him and Martin Short. I did. Yeah, it's Is it called funny. Martin and Martin or something. It's. <laughs> It's like called Martin's the Martin I mean, Short Show. <laughs> if you're a fan of of uh, either of them, it's kind of worth watching. But it is, I don't know. If, what, what was your take it on just, it? Yeah, no, this is a good, I mean, I love both of those guys, obviously. And actually uh, spent the weekend, went and rewatched Three Amigos as a result. Which is great, yeah. Which is a lot of fun. Um, that was your Memorial Day weekend movie. It was. And... Uh, 
And so I don't know how to put Yeah, if you're a fan of these guys, you'll at least appreciate it. There's something kind of old-timey about it. Yeah. Feeling almost vaudevillian, kind of yeah. you know, kind of uh, approach that they took with it. Yeah, they're real song and dance men. Then they're, they are song and dance men. You kind of forget that. And then you watch, like, the song and dance scene in Three Amigos and how yeah. good they are, like, in unison, Martin and and Martin Short. Uh, <laughs> Marty. Yeah. Marty. Stephen Marty. Uh, kind of just steal a couple of scenes in their song and dance stuff in Three Amigos. And you remember like, oh yeah, these guys are like true song and dance men, like old school Uh theater, vaudevillian, capable actors. Yeah, and they gush about that a bit and like kind of meeting old Hollywood. Yeah, Sinatra. It's it's fun for for those things. It is, uh, uh, you know. It gets a little tiresome. Yeah. I, I felt, and I love them. I love those guys tremendously but it was a little bit you know at like the hour mark you're like oh there's still like 20 minutes left yeah yeah <laughs> and the, and as much as they do poke fun at each other for like still being there or being bro- you know they kind of make little quips about like we're here because we're broke or right, stuff, right, stuff like right. that but it also was like but why are you guys here yeah also you guys are great but uh, what is this about <laughs> yeah do you think they just thought it'd be fun to put on a show yeah i mean that's probably- i think that's it yeah i think they were like doing all the because they've been doing a bunch of these like uh tonight show together episodes where they're just for some reason randomly on together sure okay and uh i think they just kind of said hey what if we stretch this out you know what if we got all of the moms that had a crush on steve martin (laughs) in an auditorium together and we sang for them for an hour perfect 20 minutes yeah exactly uh, is it as get. good as um, I haven't seen it? So, but is it as good as like? How would you compare to this show or the movie Clifford? Uh, which, ooh, ooh. Which is probably my favorite. Martin <laughs> I kind of prefer movie. Clifford to this. <laughs> I prefer Clifford and uh, what, what? What's some good uh, late Steve Martin? Um, cheaper by the cheaper dozen. by the cheaper, dozen. They rip on cheaper. They by do the rip dozen. on it a little bit. I thought Bowfinger. I, I stand by Bowfinger is really good. Bowfinger, I, or I remember it being good. It's been a Damn, while. Clifford Maybe has I'm a nine so percent on. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. that sounds about right. <laughs> I this, loved that movie when I was a kid. I, I totally forgot about it until you just brought it up. This yeah. is like bringing me back here. It's this such is a great. weird concept. Oh, I thought you said ninety percent. No, no, nine. nine. Yeah, that's about right. That's a zero nine, not yeah. a nine zero. <laughs> Got nine thumbs up. Um, a weird movie that could have stood to be weirder still. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is remember when remember when Martin Short was funny? That's one of the reviews. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Damn. Okay, he's good in Inherent Vice. He's great. Oh, in that. he's great in oh, Inherent yeah. Vice. Oh yeah. Uh, was he in the Mulaney, the sitcom they tried to do? Uh, I'm sure he was. Yeah, and Elliot Gold. I think Elliot Gold, I yeah. I think they're both in it, and they're both good. The show wasn't. Yeah, but. and I love Mulaney, but <laughs> it just, like, it didn't happen. He, I mean, it was very high concept in its own little way, but it just didn't work. These guys, their filmographies, man, after 2000, it gets really weird. Man, we just, we're so lucky that Steve Martin... Uh, and uh, John Waters don't listen to this. We just like <laughs> <laughs> we just shit talk all of them. Like, look at us. We got a podcast. All right. Uh, seen anything else, Jason? We're, we're catching up. Everyone who's listening, uh, to us, you're listening to us. Catch up. With I each did other. see Deadpool two over the weekend. I don't know if I'm prepared to talk about it, <laughs> but uh, I did see it. I, I'm 
probably in the minority of people who didn't really fully appreciate it or or like it. Um, I thought it was funny, um, and, and they they really go as far as they can with the like self aware making fun of movies, but it doesn't get them all the way there. Yeah, I mean it is so self aware. I mean Ryan Reynolds at one point writes autographs a Wolverine cereal box with the name Ryan Reynolds on it. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know I mean. I feel like there's being self-aware, but I've never seen a movie more self-aware that it's like, yeah. it's telling you, Hey, this is a movie. Here's what's about to happen at points, you know, like, holy crap, get ready for some great CGI fighting. Yeah. You know, that's kind of funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I was just in the wrong mind frame for it or, or whatever, but, uh, yeah, kind of out of the gate. I was already pretty checked out. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like how far can you go with this stuff of just kind of like... Yeah, I mean, he says weak writing, Yeah, I think three times okay. in the movie. And you're like, at some point it is just weak writing. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you just pointing you at say- it doesn't make, make it any less weak, uh-huh. you know, uh, as someone who just paid ten fifty or whatever to sit <laughs> yeah. down and watch this. Um, I'd prefer some strong writing. Oh, I get it why you're all critical of movies. Now, you still don't have movie pass. <laughs> <laughs> this thing, I just go into all the, the only movie I've really disliked has been the Quiet Place movie. Oh, right. Uh, because that was, I, I found it offensive. But yeah, all the others, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not paying for this. Right. Uh, and Deadpool 2, like, I thought was pretty funny. But like, are, are, I'm gonna keep on going this direction. That all movies are just becoming movie pass movies. Like, I was gonna say, are they in cahoots here? You know, making bad movies to justify well, your movie pass. I'm waiting for Rob Kane's next piece uh, yeah. on yeah. movie pass, but oh, yeah. apparently they're like they're not making money right now. They're just yikes trying to get enough people signed on so they can get their next batch of startup money. Oh, okay. that's what I'm hearing on on the on the forums. Uh, hmm. So they're kind of struggling too, hmm. but. I mean, I see it being a good model, but but I mean that because I'm using it and I'm liking it. Yeah, you're using it as much as anybody I'm, I know. I'm wow. using it as much as I can because I'm, I'm really trying to get this money for the it. The value, but, yeah. Man, the latest headline, uh, MoviePass could save this summer's bad movies. Oh, there you go. And there, that's there, there the is. thing. Yeah, like I, I still buy a popcorn when I'm there or sure. something. You know, I'm trying to like throw some cash at the, but, you know, I don't know if they theaters are making money off this movie pass deal or whatnot right but uh even with the new solo movie which i guess we can kind of move into in a minute but even with that i don't know if i'm going to keep seeing these and i'm fine to get like lit up and then go watch these blockbuster movies but they're really just not being that good anymore but i've been lucky enough to see i mean i've seen even infinity war all of these i've just been seeing with movie sure and we can talk about that a little more. I know we're going to talk about solo here in a second, but we can also talk about this time of year for me is really always kind of disappointing. And we, we looked up kind of the top Memorial weekend picks and you start looking at it. You're like, Oh yeah, this is just kind of a, a hard time for movies. Some somewhat, uh, you're going to get the big blockbuster stuff as of Memorial weekend and maybe a week or two before, uh, through the rest of the summer. But man, you start looking at, at some of those uh, 
top weekend memorial weekend box office stuff it gets pretty scary pretty quick it's gloomy it's it's been the signs have been there the whole time yeah yeah exactly <laughs> or i'm just becoming a curmudgeon and Maybe. i think movies are becoming shitty but i'm fine to watch these like big uh blockbuster romps and see like deadpool said like see big cgi fights but I'm really losing interest in them, and I'm and I'm not the guy who loses interest in these dumb right, movies. Like, right. I'm I'm fine with them, but I'm getting a little sick of them. And do we have to wait until it's like award buzz season before? Yeah, do we have to wait till again? October before we see a good movie? Is this just yeah. going to be a seasonal thing? Is this Trump's Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> just throwing out accusations wildly, uh, waiting for something to <laughs> stick. <laughs> One of these has to be. Uh, I want I want to get quoted by one of these. Right. Uh, do you want to kind of go over some of this ho- Memorial Day list? Yeah, we can, and then we can slide into your Memorial Weekend <laughs> movie of Solo. Well, um, yeah, well, because when it I was, kind of plays into. I was this. reading uh, a Rolling Stone review of Solo, which it, well, it was pretty good. It kind of pointed out it kind of flopped for anyone. Spoiler. Ho- Han Solo uh, is like the lowest grossing opening Star Wars movie so yeah. far. Um, I mean, whether it's good or bad, it's just, it kind of, yeah, what, what it do you is mean, what Jeff? it is. It's not a surprise, though, right? I mean, I didn't even know well, this was, it was a Disney. I didn't even know this was a thing. <laughs> it, was, it was to the investors. <laughs> oh, well. But no, I, I know what you're saying. I mean, I, I feel like when you look at the top 10 list number one all-time memorial day weekend openers was pirates of the caribbean at world's end in 2000 that's the third one that's right? the third one the third installment i think really? i think or is that the second who knows um that's the number one memorial wow. day weekend movie what's number two oh, indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull <laughs> uh, wow it's just like sequels are Beyond sequels. X-Men Last Stands, number three. Fast and Furious 6 is number four. <laughs> X-Men Days of Future Past is five. The Hangover Part 2 yeah. is uh, number six. <laughs> and then weird. Solo is currently holding the number seven slot. Okay. Oh, of That's all time? bad. Of yeah. all time, Memorial Day weekend at 103 million. So it had like this great weekend, right? Like yeah. it cracked 100 million in a weekend. The problem was they were wanting it to do like 150. 130 right? to 150 is what yeah. they were expecting. They were expecting it to take over the number 1 spot. Uh yeah, and and Rolling Stone kind of just goes over what they think are the reasons for this. Like do we have Star Wars fatigue? Was there too much uh buzz about the production problems with the change of director? Uh you know, some cr- criticisms of the the lead actor. How was he? How was you know, Alden I th- I Aaron Reich? I think he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, I uh, like him. I liked him in uh, the Coen Brothers yeah, thing. Yeah, he's great. And, yeah, so that was that's why I say I like him. Yeah. I, I really liked him in Hail Caesar. He was a funny character and did pretty well. Uh, you know, he's fine as Han, if you're willing to accept it. Uh, I, I thought he was fine in it. Yeah. Um, How was uh, Donald Glover? Donald Glover's great in it. You know, everyone's Lando. pretty good in it. The directing's pretty tight. It ends up being kind of like a heist movie with a lot of double crossing you're trying to find out what people's personal allegiances are and uh and i like that those things about it it was kind of tight that way ron howard did you know did his thing it's pretty safe it's not yeah adventurous. that's kind of ron howard's mo right like i'm gonna make a safe film everybody's gonna you know yeah and it was tight uh so you know I, you know people had like criticisms of uh the last jedi about inconsistencies and all this this didn't really have that problem 
it's just while I was watching it, I was like, okay, every, everything, that the, every time there's a risk, if there's a chase scene mm-hmm. or through stars, you know, it, it has to get amplified. And there's like three degrees of, of the chase yeah, right. or, or of what the risk is. And, and that's just going nonstop, the whole mm-hmm. movie, every single situation. It, it's just so amplified. And I'm like, okay, but obviously in the last few years, we're kind of upping the ante all the time. Right. Everything, the world's going to end. But after a minute, it's like, okay, are we stuck here? We've turned it up this high. Right. Now are we just going to play this out at 11? Yeah. Or can we start saying that we're turning up to 12 now? Yeah. Uh, And I did think it was kind of uh, noteworthy that Ron Howard's Star Wars is the one that might be jumping the shark. Hmm. Going back. That is a Happy Days reference, right? I'm not making that Yeah. No, that is a Happy Days reference. Um, So I guess being the only one who's seen it, I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, other than... You know, by the end of it, I was like, I don't know if I need all the Star Wars movies right now. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it does feel like there's been a bunch. I mean... They're two a year. They're coming out. Yeah. They're stacking them up. Uh, <laughs> now, was it better than like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Absolutely. It's way better than like the Indiana Jones or even the Star Wars prequels. I just think we're getting kind of sick of these. And yeah, there is... I don't think until number no number nine on the list is the day after tomorrow, which is a you know whatever into uh, the world. Yeah, kind of and movie. that's like a forgettable movie too. Forgettable movie, and it's number nine on the Memorial Weekend. Keep on going time. on these. This is actually this is just it's so you start looking at it like the Lost World, Jurassic Park, ninety million in ninety seven, um, Bruce Almighty, ah. which is that is that the that's first a, one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the before first Before Evan Almighty. Oh, right. Sorry. And then <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse. So the X-Men just put out their movies on Memorial Yeah, Weekend. they've got That's a... what their deal is. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men, Tell No, tell, tell no Tales. Uh, I mean, this is just Mission Impossible 2. Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian, MIB 3, <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 2. I mean... Seriously, The Hangover Part Three, uh, which mostly is mostly movies I didn't know existed. Yeah, these are. Damn I mean, it. because they're the third or fourth installment of this franchise. Yeah, yeah. How, how did? I wonder how Memorial Day got relegated. Well, that's kind of fun. It actually started with uh, in 1977 with A New Hope. Star Wars uh, kind of created the blockbuster on Memorial Day. They're no, like, but I meant like the Part Two, Part Three. Oh. Of, uh, well, I think they just started putting out uh, movies on Memorial Day weekend. You yeah, know, yeah. any big budget movie. And then, even if... Because it's a three-day weekend, it should be the beginning of summer. In yeah, some yeah. senses, it should be a big, let's get out and go to the movies you know, yeah. kind of opportunity. And even if you're not the biggest movie that weekend, that one sells out. And you're going to be the second biggest. You probably yeah. do pretty well on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but So, like... I know Agnes Varda tries to time her stuff to come out Memorial Day weekend. Usually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all David Lynch's stuff is set up for Memorial Day. And Bella, Bella Tarr. Did you guys even know who Bella Tarr is? <laughs> no. He's a, is, he, is he Hungarian? I forget. His uh, movies are like notorious for being the slowest. <laughs> yeah, that's what... Do we need to occupy Memorial Day weekend at the movie theaters with just like really esoteric... That would and, be funny. <laughs> yeah. Contemplative movies. Just for the record, Bellatar is Hungarian. Got it. Look Nailed it. Nailed it. All right, give us another one. Another director. <laughs> Where's he from? Jim Jarmusch. Uh, New York. 
Where, where, uh, Nailed where it. Where's he from, actually? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, we ha- we could Google this, but all right. Uh, so that's that's what He's I've been doing. He's from Akron, Ohio. I was gonna say Ohio. Oh. I was gonna say like Cleveland yeah. or something because moved to New York at seventeen, but Akron, Ohio. Stranger than Paradise. paradise. Is that, yeah, that's where they go. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's what I've been doing. What have you been doing? You didn't like Deadpool. Anything else? You've been transporting people, yeah. giving us movie facts. Didn't didn't enjoy Deadpool for a host of reasons, I guess. But um, yeah, just really kind of disappointed in in the way the direction everything's going for uh, Memorial Weekend movies. I I just feel like we could do better as a society, <laughs> and certainly Hollywood could do better. Yeah. And put out some stuff that's actually worth seeing over a long weekend. Um, you mentioned a weird thing that kind of happened and you were somewhat semi-part of over the weekend, this 48-hour well, film festival. So I wasn't a part of, but I did go see... Well, it took, uh, took part in yeah, it. Yeah, last, last weekend I went to AFI uh, Theater in Silver Spring and I caught one of the groups of the 48-hour film fest. Oh, and cool. I saw about 10 of them. Um, and it's a really cool concept. So yeah, so here, break that down for here's us. Here's how it works as far as I understand. Uh, a bunch of teams sign up. I think like 60 or so teams like signed up for 48-hour film project in D.C. And you draw a genre out of a hat. You get given a character name and like a description of that character. Right. And a line that you have to use. And then you have 48 hours to write, direct, and edit and turn in a short film. What's the running time on these, Ryan? Typically, so, so I don't know if there was a limit, but they all were pretty short. Yeah, you know, couple, so a couple minutes. I'm a couple minutes right? to maybe five okay. would be like a quite long one. Um, and they range in how professional they are and how good the the group was. I think about fifty, fifty to fifty four or so were able to turn them in on time. So I get to watch ten, uh, and I, I thought the range was great. You know, sometimes. Uh, the camera work would be pretty sloppy, but they had a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And so you get to see a fun little concept of that. They were all given the character named Trevor, who had to be a chef. And they had to say, why does everything always happen to me? Mm-hmm. So everyone would kind of tie that in in a different way. Um, it was funny to see the people who maybe had a, like, a lot of ideas. That didn't work so well. You know, right, you right. Really see that doesn't... It needs to be simple and linear. And, and Yeah. But some of them were real tight, real focused, and uh, kind of would have like a good turn at the end or kind of stick with one main joke or re- reveal. I, I thought some of them were really good. I'm Did they have them. any of the filmmakers there or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, and uh, they brought up all the directors of each team oh, and cool. uh, had them do a little chat. Uh, and that's another funny thing. Sometimes hearing the, the director talk about the process like added to it quite a bit. You're like, oh, cool. The Oh, that's what they were doing there. They were just running around trying to make something work, and they came right. up with something cool. And sometimes you'd get it. One of the directors was like, well, so what we were trying to... And he like really explains, like, oh, so we were really were trying to style. capture... Actually, he wasn't even the director. He, The director was a woman who was on the team, and she spoke, and I, they actually did a great short. Sure. But then he really tried to emphasize the femininity of having a female director. He was using all these buzzwords. That was yeah. already cheesy. Oh, I man. hope he's listening, whoever this guy was. You'll know. <laughs> and, uh, and then he just started ranting about not liking YouTube streamers. And that's how they came up with their piece. It was like this whole anti-YouTube streamer mm. uh, short. That It was funny. It was good. But you know, he was just blasting them for not being professional. And I'm like, you know... 
whatever. Like, not everything has. To, I, sure, I'm sure YouTube shows are annoying. Sure. Like, I don't, I, I don't watch them, and there's probably a reason. But just to be so nose in the air about it, like right. I'm, I do professional work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> but they're gonna get more hits than you. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but the whole thing was great. Uh, I, I'd be interested to like actually watch a team try to do it next year. The whole it sounds like they're just pulling two all-nighters and sure. editing and putting it together. It's pretty cool. Nice. So that's uh that was my positive film experience, <laughs> you know. Hopefully one day these guys are making the shitty movies that come out on Memorial Day weekend. I hope so. <laughs> I hope they're not shitty because I just can't get beyond this list. <laughs> I just keep going back to it and everything is like, you know, there's some fun stuff on here, like Cobra and Encino Man. Okay. Oh. Uh, nice. That are way down on the list, obviously. Um, but, man, by and large, this is uh, yeah, just, this is pretty tough. Yeah, feed us some. Uh, yeah, Soul Plane. <laughs> Soul Plane. Uh, Bullworth. We had that's not too bad, right? Bullworth's kind of a cool one. Yeah. I'm trying to look for like stuff that oh, backdraft. Speaking of Ron Howard, oh, he had right. another uh, Memorial Weekend, and it's number fifty on the list all time. Um, Where is this list? It was just uh, the box office mojo. Nice. So it's saying you know top four day Memorial Weekends, and, and it goes back to eighty two okay. uh, to present. So uh, I see. That's that's kind of got where a we listener are. Skype, yeah, just, got a listener skyping in right oh, now. Oh, oh really? shit! It's ten thirty. Babs, Babs, why isn't the Eggman here? Oh, there I'm must be a mountain time. With some eggs. <laughs> Please, Babs, come in and give me some eggs. <laughs> the Eggman. Uh. I'm coming, Mama. I'm coming. You can hold on. Cotton, cotton. Babs won't give me my eggs. Cotton, please come in here and give John Waters movie. See you in a minute, Edie. Don't you worry, I'll fry you up some, honey. We're all gonna Egg. feel so gross Egg. after watching all these John Waters Egg. movies. <laughs> Alright, Jack, just play us out with some eggs. Good morning, Mama. I bet you're hungry. Oh, Babs, I'm starving to death. Hasn't that Eggman come yet? I love that Eggman so much. No, he hasn't come yet, Mama. But we still have some eggs. I'll put some on for you. Did you sleep well? Oh, Babs, I slept so well. Where did you get this train? Did you sleep in the caboose last night? How did you know I love trains? Oh, it's not a train, Mama. It's our new mobile home. And I sleep in the other room. We all have our own rooms this time. Me, you, and Cotton. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at FullServiceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.